This is Three Beers In, Middle-Aged Dads Rambling About What Middle-Aged Dads Ramble About with Big John, The Voice, Double B, The Pope, Calendar Mike, and Huck. And now, here they are, Three Beers In. Hello, America. How are you? And welcome back to Three Beers In. We are coming to you from the cast studio in lovely, exquisite Charlotte, North Carolina. The QC, where the weather is usually nice and the people are usually nicer. Gentlemen, how you doing? Doing good, good man. Right? So last time we met, we, uh, let's see, it was a little bit before Thanksgiving. So happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah, everybody. All right. So I got the Pope to my right. We're missing J.K. today. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have a little uh, tribute to him a little later. B.B. and uh, to my left, Calendar Mike, right? So, uh, and always working hard. Don't forget, Jeeves the bartender over there, right? <laughs> Behind the soundboard. <laughs> exactly. So, all right. So, since, like I said, since the last time we got together, we are we are about a day and a half from this shitstorm dumpster fire bus accident of a year being over <laughs> all right it is december th- we got good news too it's december 30th and we got our first sponsor oh really work, we, we <laughs> not the nielsen ratings came back and so did some other people my two nephews Corey and cameron houston said we want more calendar mike <laughs> so <laughs> calendar mike is sponsored by Corey and cameron <laughs> Uh, by the way, you guys owe a 12-pack of PBR. There so, you go. Nielsen, di- Nielsen didn't come through, but they're thinking about it. That's okay. right. They're taking it under advisement. <laughs> That's right. So I, I think I speak for everybody when we are looking forward to the next year. So like I said, today is December the 30th. We got about – we're in the afternoon here, so we got about a day and a half left of this just crap storm of a year. So 32 mm-hmm. hours to be exact. There you <laughs> go. All right. But, yes, if you want to talk about December 30th, it is a big day in history. Today okay. is, for all fans of fat and salt, National Bacon Day. National Bacon Day. Beautiful. Today every is day is National yeah, Bacon Day. But today yeah, specifically day. is National Bacon Day, and it's American Bacon only. Canadian Bacon Day is March 3rd, so don't get confused. It's, it's American Bacon Day, not, the, not Canadian. <laughs> Everything's so, better with bacon on it. <laughs> it's also National Baking Soda Day, or bicarbonate soda for you perfectionists out there. For you chemists yeah. out there. Which is an interesting product because you can use it to clean your car or bake with, whichever you choose. How about that? Huh. Yeah. It's really a do-everything kind of product. So for the people at Sammy's Car Wash and uh, Martha Stewart, if you're listening, (laughs) use it for... (laughs) Today is your day. (laughs) Today is your day. It's National Bicarbonate Soda Day. And then we would be remiss if we didn't miss, if we didn't mention, it is LeBron James' birthday. Remember, the go-to guy if you need a political opinion, LeBron James. You know, today is his birthday. He is 36 today. All right. Well, which means he's been in the NBA, I don't know, 27 years? I think it's his 18th. He came out in 03. I thought he came out in about fourth grade. Isn't that when they picked (laughs) him up (laughs) from the IFBL league? (laughs) He threw in 42 against St. Matthews, and the Cavs said, I got to have him. You definitely didn't want to have St. Vincent, St. Mary on your IFBL (laughs) schedule back in the early 2000s. So So LeBron's 36. That wins the Who Cares Award of the Day. (laughs) (laughs) But also with that, it's Tiger Woods' birthday, too. Look at that. He's 45. Is it really? Man, he can play the senior tour in five Did years. Did you guys see him and his kid playing golf? Yeah. Over the- I didn't watch any of that. How, 
The kid's yeah. supposedly pretty good. He's got yeah, the identical swing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And the fist pump. Yeah. He had the fist pump. And, and the it, twirl, I heard, too. The After uh, the swing, a little bit of the twirl of the club. Really? And a really hot mom. Who <laughs> 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 we haven't heard from in a while. <laughs> Tiger's probably <laughs> referred to his lawyers on that one. So. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, guys. So, you know, we're so we're here. Like I said, we I, I think we are on a joyous occasion that this this year's coming to a complete end. Boy. Uh, but you know, I got a few things that have chapped my ass. So, I'm sure, like we all do, Pope. You got anything on your mind? I was something chapping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you live. So, so today, you know, what you know, chaps my ass. Naming things after people. Why do we have to do that? Buildings, roads. Why do we need the why the trophies? Why do we are we so damn vain that we have to name things after people? I guess if you write a big enough check, right? <laughs> well, I mean, are we that hard up for money that we no. that we have to take the guy's name or the girl or the woman's name to put? I mean, come on. Well, I don't think. And then, and then fifty years later, we're like, oh, that guy he had some flaws about him, and we got to change the name. Yeah. Unless you're naming it the Jesus Trophy, <laughs> what do you expect is going to happen? There, nobody, nobody is infallible. Well, I heard he was a shoddy carpenter. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> had a lot of good had a lot of good qualities. Well, Archaic but, tools, but you know, I think I'm a, it was. I'm a baseball fan, right? Yeah. So they, they, I think they named the MVP trophy the Kennesaw Mountain. You know, the old commissioner Kennesaw Mountain had right. this trophy. Well, he supposedly owned slaves back then. And they want to take his name off the trophy. Now they're debating whose name should be. How about you just call it the MVP trophy? <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Yeah, I right. mean, does it does it does it really does it really cheapen the award because it doesn't have somebody's name on it? I mean, that just chaps my ass. It's I like wonder, why do you have to spend so much effort to find somebody's name to put on a trophy when fifty years later everybody the next generation is going to say he was a scumbag? I wonder if Lord Stanley's family is. Like hiding skeletons in his closet. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of worried about Matthew, Luke, Peter, and Paul too. I mean, I, I mean, we've, we've got a lot of churches named yeah, after these guys. What are we going to do? I, I mean, know. church number one, church number two, right. church. Baptist do it. First Baptist church. There you go. You oh. never have a fourth or fifth Baptist church. No. You ever notice they that? hit to yeah, two and they're done. Every single one's the first. Like it's the first one on that corner. Yeah. So it got to keep the name. That's a good point. How about yeah. a school? You know, why, yeah. why have to name it like you know? Burn High School. How about you name it Northwest Mecklenburg High or something, right? I mean, PS41. Yeah, right? that's even better. <laughs> yeah, New York's got it down, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, my high school was named after a guy, Walt Whitman. So was mine. Yeah. It so was, was mine. You know yeah. So was mine, St. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good guy. He was. <laughs> he wouldn't have had Saint in front of his name <laughs> if he wasn't. Exactly. The yeah. same thing, true, though, with uh, football stadiums. Yeah. Who can keep up with the name of a football stadium? Oh, By the time you got it memorized, it, they've changed it to something else. Yeah. You know, I don't even know the name of the one in Baltimore anymore. That seems like it changed a few times. It was M and T. Is it still? I it think was. so. I remember it was. I remember it was that PSI net, and everybody called it the piss in it stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's M and T Bank. Is it M and T still? Yeah, I think it is. I think yeah. it's M and T now. I think. But we don't know for sure, do we? M and T's no. paying a lot of money for us to say. Who knows? Maybe it is. <laughs> I think yeah, that's what chaps my ass. I mean, yeah. come on. Why waste all that brain power? Yeah, so, so mine's been, um, I, I brought this up a couple times, and, and, and the idea is, you know, we're a little bit old school here, and I'm used to, you know, when you, you, you make a transaction, let's just say you're going to the drive through at McDonald's or wherever it is, and you order a burger, and, and, you know, they give you the price of the burger, and you go up to the window, and you, 
you give them the money and you say thank you to them. You know, thank sure. you for thank you for serving me, right? Well, <clears throat> more often than not, the response you get anymore isn't you're welcome, it's no problem. <laughs> and my question is, when did your welcome become no problem? Did anybody say there was a problem? We're transacting business here. Every, okay. now and then, every now and then, they'll throw in a bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no problem, bro. I'm, I'm like, I didn't suggest there was a problem. Are you suggesting that we started out from a bad place? It's kind of a, somebody said it's kind of a positive negative, right? And I think what it is is I, I think that the millennials, and, and I've done, believe it or not, people have, have actually studied this. Millennials think that no problem is more polite then you're welcome because for them your welcome is an expression more of sarcasm okay for somebody who's harmed them than it is a polite way of responding to thank you i'll give an example my neighbor whose dog shits in my yard still <laughs> oh boy the sprinkler didn't neighbor keep him away? if i if i ask the sprinklers have been winterized so the sprinklers aren't working right now so i don't have any weapon against her dog in my yard or her for that matter so if i said you know hey do you mind picking up your dog's shit out of my yard and she did i would say thank you to her no problem would be a suitable response okay <laughs> Your welcome would be sarcastic. So my my issue is simply when we're when I'm thanking you sincerely, you can say you're welcome. You don't have to say, and no problem. What about what about if I said de nada? De nada is you're welcome or nothing of it, right? And, and I mean that's con that's cool, but well, I, but I, I, I no mean, problem is not doing it for me. I can tell you when I was a kid. Uh, my old man didn't think you're welcome with sarcasm because if I didn't say it, I got his whole fist upside my head. <laughs> there was a lot of problems. Yeah, you got you damn right it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absol absolutely. And Chick so Chick fil A I think's figured it out. They they use a very, very old fashioned expression, which is my pleasure. And if there's anybody who I don't know anybody who doesn't like it when somebody when somebody's you say thank you to them and they say, My pleasure. I mean, that's what I call a positive positive. That is a really nice and friendly way to end the exchange, to end the basic transaction for chicken nuggets or whatever it is, to just say, my pleasure. And don't you feel better when you drive away having heard that than you do hearing no problem? <laughs> I don't true. know. I have to sit in line at t for 10 minutes at Chick-fil-A. I don't care what they say. You've got to drive away. But they yeah. got, they, I tell you, Chick-fil-A has this logistics thing figured out. Oh, they do got, they? Oh, Every no, time absolutely. I go by, there's like 30 cars in line. Yeah, oh, my you, God. But you go by, they go in two seconds, you're yeah. done. You're Every, through, I think man. everybody wants to be Chick-fil-A in the, in the quick-serve business. There yeah. is no question. They've got it figured out. I mean, I went to Chick-fil-A in, in Leland, North Carolina two weeks ago. There's a Chick-fil-A in little old Leland, North Carolina. That place was jam-packed. Wrapped around the building. Absolutely. Yeah. And people are moving through that line. Everybody's got a smile on the face. The kids are happy. The employees look happy. They've got it figured out, man. They absolutely have it figured out. And nobody's saying Nobody no has ever had a Chick-fil-A say, no problem. No problem I, I just bro. don't get Chick-fil-A where the, there's 30 cars in line constantly. I just don't well, get that. Then don't go there. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. Actually, I don't. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing. You don't have to go, right? Mm. But but I think when you do go and you do business with them, and I mean, they have somebody say, my pleasure or you're welcome is just, I think it's just fantastic. There and I go. give them a lot of credit. Along the same lines, when I ask you a question you don't know the answer to, it's always, 
That's a good question. <laughs> Just because you don't know the answer doesn't make it a good question or not. I don't know. It could be a bad question. It could be a bad question. You just don't know the answer. <laughs> and if you do know the answer, does that make it mean it wasn't a good question? Well, like we said, I, th I think most people, you know, the best questions are the ones that you really already know the answer to. Yeah. You know, and you want to hear if they've got it right or not, just yeah. to affirm that you were correct. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I get in all these presentations, that's a good question. It's really a stalling technique. It's like, um, or <laughs> Got me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a, could you repeat the question? That's another stalling technique. Right. So. Yeah. So that with me, um, well, mine's a bit of a, somewhat of a repeat or touches on something John talked about last time where he talked about Christmas starting too early. Yeah. Well, this year, Christmas is on a Friday. I woke up early on Saturday morning, December 26th, went for a little walk in Did the you neighborhood. Miss you missed Christmas? You missed Christmas. No, I didn't. You're no, skipping no, Christmas, I, Mike. I no, no. Is that, that your problem? You missed Christmas. No, not at all. But December 26th, 8.30 in the morning, walking through the neighborhood behind me. I saw two houses with the Christmas tree at the curb oh, yeah. already. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, it pisses me off. Yeah. Tell me, you know, yeah. it's like, okay, it's 830 in the morning. They undecorated, which means they must have done that on Friday. We had neighbors so. go out of town. I, clearly, they went out of town right before Christmas. They've got three or four small kids. They went out of town right before Christmas, left the Christmas lights on and everything, so everything looked great, but they were clearly gone for the holiday. They came back on Monday, and the tree was out at the curb that day. Yeah. I've, only like, seen that. I've only seen that since I moved down south. Really? Never seen that up north. Never saw it. What, the tree going out early? Yeah. yeah. Like oh, the yeah. day after Christmas. Oh, ours will be up until Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> and now the trend, apparently, is to keep it up through Valentine's Day and decorate it for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. What? Ooh. Now, Actually, why not? You paid 80 bucks for the thing, a dead tree. Why not get some use Absolutely. out of it, Absolutely. Right? I mean, people are doing it this year. Now, it's better if it's artificial, okay, because it if it's live, it probably won't live to Valentine's right. Day. But... People are doing it now. I heard it on TV this morning, so it's got to be true. What? I heard it on Kelly and... That thing will look like Charlie Brown's tree come right. February 1st if it's a live tree. Yeah. 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 Well, you got to time it right, too, because our pickup's on Tuesday, right? So you're you. gonna, you, if, you don't, if you miss Tuesday, why would you put the tree out there on Wednesday? You might as well <laughs> wait until next Tuesday. So it's a week-to-week -week thing. Yeah, but, yeah, Christmas ends. John complained it started too early. I think it ends too early. Yeah. You know, people got Christmas ending at, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. December 25th. That's Christmas doesn't end until nah. I've returned all the gifts that I should not have So it have sounds gotten. like we got I a did that the next day. <laughs> I had too many. I had to break it up over two days. I, I swung in a miss a lot. There he Christmas doesn't end until you have to go back to work. There you go. Yeah, uh, that's right. Got a few more yeah. days. Well, when that you know, with the holidays, like most families, we had people in town, my kids, right? And I, I realized through the holidays that I, I, chapped my own ass because oh. because I have failed miserably to teach my kids some sort of rite of passage, right? Like how to drive a car, or how to shave, or change a tire, right? So, All important life skills. Sure. Like, but like most families with multiple you, drivers, you have multiple cars in a driveway, right? So what, what do you have, a bunch of kids sitting around with beards and the flat <laughs> tires in the driveway? <laughs> well, that's another episode. <laughs> right. Is that what you're telling them? No. What I'm telling you is that... Barry hates her beard, by the that, way. Is that I failed to teach my kids... How to hang up keys on a hook. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I, it's like a simple rule. It's like, look, if you come in, I don't want to jockey cars or move for, like, I got to take this car. This one's blocking me. And, like, here's, 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 a, here's a novel idea, everybody. 
hang your keys on the hook, and it's like right through the kitchen door, like most houses are, yeah, right? right? You come in, you hang them up. That way, if you got to move a car, you move a car. Right. Well, well, well. Needless to say, I, I have failed <laughs> miserably. I want to teach my children that trait. And another one is this too. Now, this is a more complicated machine than a hook, and that is the toilet paper holder. Oh yeah. Because my kids do not know how to. You know, and, and it's complicated because you got to get it down to the cardboard roll, right? Remove and replace. You got to right. remove and replace. Well, well you, you got to push in <laughs> yep. and p- pull down. Right. Without right. the thing springing apart right. and hitting you somewhere. <laughs> right. That's exactly. the worst. Right. Right. You lose that one half. Exactly. You got to replace the whole thing. And, and, and I don't know if they get like intimidated by the take it off or the putting back on. They're both intimidating, <laughs> especially well, if it's especially also, cushy roll. But you also have to make sure that the that the leading edge is in the front, not the back. Yeah. Ah, that's that's something you have to settle right away with any family. You're either an overhand <laughs> yeah. or underhand. Yeah. Right, well, righty or lefty, Republican or Democrat, overhand well, or underhand. you got to settle. Well, I went independent because since July, I got myself a bidet, so no toilet paper I oh. need anymore, baby. Let me just tell you this much. It might be another episode. That's wet and wild right there. Let me just tell you. How do you dry? How do you dry? I don't know how the hell I live for 58 years without this thing. What? (laughs) I'm telling you. It is the the best purchase of my year, maybe of my life. You know we have a national audience, right? (laughs) How do you you install one? They have a portable one. Uh, there's, well, I can give it to anybody online. Can you there's, take it in your car? You lift up the toilet seat. It goes right over the holes where the bolt, and you bolt the thing right back in. You and you, they give you all the. the I'm stuff. gonna need you, a diagram. You put a little uh, splitter on your ho- on the pipe splitter. underneath. Splitter. Yeah. It's like a little. Uh, you can valve. use your same one for your and Apple you iPhone. <laughs> and you just connect it. It took me. Hey, look, I'm the most I'm the most non-handy person in the world. I did it in about 15 minutes. I mean, you can't even really? wipe your own ass. Obviously, you don't need to. <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> what? What's the velocity? <laughs> it's pretty good. Water coming what's out the of there. Pressure? What's the pressure? Let's put it this way: when I hooked it up to make sure to see if it was good, I just turned it on and stood. It shot across and hit the door. I got a, I got a, a tooth flosser like that. It does the same oh, thing. You could use that. It's I worse, mean, it's much more than the water. Okay, trust me. Okay. Well, right, we'll believe me. Well, the, we may have to go to the bidet because oh. evidently nobody knows how to change roll toilet paper. I'll send you. <laughs> nobody, I'll, right? I'll send you the uh, the link, dude. Let yeah. me tell you. And it was only like eighty nine bucks. And at first I thought, well, I. I literally thought, well, maybe the toilet paper's too far away. Well, no. In this particular bathroom in our house, you don't even have to get off the can, right? Your feet can be in the same spot. Yeah. Just lean forward a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe come off six inches. Open the open the door. Get a roll of toilet paper and replace it. So but you keep extra rolls in the in the in the bathroom. Like yeah. most, okay, because ours are up in the eaves, and and if you're uh, in the bathroom downstairs, and you've got to go to the attic <laughs> yeah. for another roll. There's a good chance that you're going to call the Pope and want to use his bidet. Right. Hey, could you bring that thing over or grab my flosser? Or, anything right. in a, any, a duck any, walk, any port in a storm. The duck walk. <laughs> so how do you? Yeah, I got I got to know more about the bidet. How do you dry? You just, uh, they, they, I mean, you could go, the company sells little tallets, or you can just, you know, buy a bunch of hands. Uh, everything's uh, a subscription. You've got to have a subscription to get the tallets, though. Are, are they disposable washcloths? No, you just wash them, mate. Throw them in the hamper. So you, you got dirty washcloths no, hanging no, no, around no, no, the no. bathroom. There's nothing on the washcloth except water. It cleans your butt like a baby's butt. It's clean. I remember cleaning my kids' butts, and I, I don't know. Well, yeah, man. because I, you're wiping it. This has got water. Right? I just don't you know. know. Here's, here's why I, I don't know. I was, I was, there's a website I look at that has all kinds of clothes. They don't make anything. They're just like a, they're like a website that brings everything in and you just kind of. It's called Walmart. On. No, no, no. It's, oh. a, it's, it's Costco. A different kind. They have all different kinds of like 
Google. Like they, they represent Google. people that don't have their own websites. They make stuff, small companies, right? right. So I, I see this thing, it's on sale, and it's like I, I click on it, and their tagline is when you step, when you're walking around and you step in dog crap. Like right? in my yard, yeah. Right? What do you do? You don't wipe it with a dry piece of. No, you get a stick. You get an old screwdriver and get the grooves out. You get a hose and you you squirt it off. (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm I'm just telling you right now. What kind of a splash action is going on during all this? (laughs) Oh, let me tell you. The stream is very. (laughs) So is there splashing like getting walls? They're splashing. They're splashing. There's got to be splashing. Nothing. There's nothing. I'm your, telling your you. But probably provides a little bit of a seal so that the splashing, it doesn't hit the walls. Yeah. It only hits the well, underside well, of your butt. I, I will have a disclaimer here. My my daughter, who will uh-huh. remain nameless, <laughs> came over and tried it. And for how some reason, she got it on the wall. Both uh, walls. That's, I'm picturing splashage wow. everywhere. Yeah, I'm picturing And they even have yeah. a little adjustment that you can adjust it so you can go up and down. So you, 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 Is you, there like a diagram that you put on the wall behind it that... It tells you how to sit. You could. Do you have one in every bathroom, Greg? No, I mean, I'm going to, but I just have it. I was going to say because I only use like special toilet paper in the bathroom that I use because I want to make sure that I have the cushiest toilet paper. But not, everybody else can just use the, oh you know, gosh. the Let white me tell box. You, I stuff. have not used toilet paper, okay, since July. Except wow. one week when I went down the beach and I felt like I was a caveman. Takes a big. It takes a big man. I think we agree. It takes a big yes. man to admit that. No yeah. Doubt, right. I yeah. will tell you, it yeah. is fabulous. I'm not sold on the bidet. I'm not sold. I'm just telling you, I haven't wiped my butt in nine months, and it feels great. (laughs) And I mean, okay. (laughs) On that note, we're going to change gears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my. You had had mentioned earlier that, like, you only see certain things in the South. Oh, yeah. Right? So I just realized we're all not from the South originally. So was there a time when you realized that you, like, you're – like you knew you were in the South when yeah. something happened. Te- technically, oh, yeah. we are. Yeah. What? Mason Dixon. Well, well yeah. Technically, we are, but yes. culturally, but, yeah. we are not. No, we're not. I agree. No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not yeah. according to my fraternity brothers at the University of South Carolina. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Now they I'm, have no I'm, idea what the Mason Dixon line is, even though anything north of Richmond. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, right. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> but you know, and I love I love the South. I mean, tell you, I've lived down here for almost twenty six years. Love it. Right. Right. Love it. I miss my home. I do too. I it's awesome town, but I love it down here. But you know, when I when I moved down here, gosh, ninety five or so, I had the privilege when I when I was up in Baltimore, Washington, working. I worked with a guy who was a Charlotte native, and he was working up in D.C. Stevie Ray. He's a listener to our podcast. The guitarist? No, <laughs> not far, not far. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, we, you know, we, we knew him up there. So when I got transferred down here to Charlotte in 95, you know, I'm, I'm working in my little cubicle at, at uh, then Bank of America. And uh, I hear this voice, and I'm like, wow, I know that voice. I look back like three cubes back, and there's Stevie Ray. He got transferred back home. He wanted to come back home to you know, see his family. So, you know, we, we, we'd hang out. I'm still good friends with him. We, we, we hang out all the time. And, and you, know, I, you know, we just go out, and all of a sudden, I guess it was about a month, Maybe two months after I moved there, we went to lunch, and Stevie Ray said, "Look, it's it's Caramel Road, not Caramel Road. Right? It's Appalachian, not Appalachian. Okay. <laughs> He's and, corrected you on all your right. yeah. And when somebody tells you bless your heart, that's the Southern fu. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that right. really got me the last one because there was a lot of people that told me bless my heart in the oh, yeah. months I've been down here, and I thought I was doing great. Right." 
Yeah. And they'll so, look at you, smile right at you. Oh, oh smile right at you. Bless your heart. You're like, oh, yeah. man, I'm doing a good job here, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you love it. And, or, and then, the, you know, and I tell them, like, you know, you, you come to the new town, and you want to get out, and you want to you want to travel, you want to go see some places. You know, we're close to the mountains. We're not far from the beach, right? And I, I tell him all these little towns I go to. I tell him, you know, I go to Cherryville. And he's like, Cherryville? I'm like, yeah, hey, you, know, you go up to <laughs> He's like, no, that's called Cherryville. <laughs> right? Or I went up and looked at some furniture in Mabane. No, it's Mebane. I'm like, oh, okay. And then the classic, which we all know, Buford and Beaufort. Spelled exactly right. the same. Identical. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How you yeah. say it is one in North Carolina yeah. and one in what South What state yeah. you're in determines how you pronounce right. it. Oh, yeah. 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 So it's uh, so I, I, I got quite a lesson on. Uh, and then on there's the one when people say, I'm going to Greenville. Oh, yeah. They'll say, well, Greenville North, Greenville South. That's or, right. Or, right. Yeah. yeah. Or Tennessee or Mississippi. Right. There's, there's a Greenville in every state. Every yeah. southern every state. Every state exactly. has a Greenville. Every one. Well, I, I knew I was in the South the first day I moved into college. It's 105 degrees in Columbia, South Carolina. And if you've ever been down there, it is, I mean, it's hotter than nine yards of hell. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, as, right. Yeah. As when, when Lou Holtz was coaching our football team, somebody asked him, a reporter asked him, um, how do you like Columbia? Living in Columbia. And he said, well, you know what separates Columbia and hell was a screen door. Screen door. <laughs> right. I remember that same thing. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you know, we, it's, the whole week, it's, just, I mean, uh, it's blistering hot. I just, I, I couldn't, it's just incredibly hot so we go to a football game and back then before you know we were in the sec we we're independent so our games are at night because of the heat so we're i'm in a football game my first one we're playing michigan and i'm you know peanut vendor comes up and i'm like yeah i'll take a bag of peanuts thinking dry roasted all the way oh, right yeah yeah this guy hands me a bag <laughs> of soggy peanuts <laughs> I'm like, dude, what, you drop them in a puddle on the way up here? Like, what the hell are these? Boiled peanuts. I'm like, what? And the guy next to me is from, literally, from Greenville South, right? And he's like, you, he goes, you never have boiled peanuts? And I'm like, first of all, what the hell is a boiled peanut? I'm like, they're dry roasted, dude. They come, you cr you break them in half, yeah. you eat the peanut, and you throw the shell on the floor. Yeah. No, yeah. not so much down here. I couldn't stand them. Now I love them. I, I mean, well, and one thing you don't see in the North, it was like a produce stand, you know, you're going through Rochester or somewhere upstate. Cantaloupe, watermelon, bull peanuts. Bull peanuts. You don't oh, see yeah. that. You oh, see yeah. it down here all the time. All oh, the yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. All the time. Speaking of speaking of South Carolina, when I moved down here and uh, I, I dealt with a lawyer down in the down right, right off of uh, Gervais Street. Oh yeah. Here in Columbia. And uh, he invited us to a Gamecocks game, right? And this is back when I think it was before Holtz got there because I think they were playing Kentucky and both the Gamecocks and Brad Wood. The Wildcats were O and whatever. Okay. <laughs> right. So so we go down to what's it? Bryce William, Williams Bryce, whatever it is. Williams Bryce. Right. Yeah. We go down Billy to Bryce. magnificent. I'm mean, like, oh my God, this is a college state. We go into this place. It's the tailgate is out of sight. We're hanging with this lawyer and all this crowd. And we go up there and I, it was me. There was a guy I worked with who was from Boston. And uh, and then there was another guy, I think he was from the Midwest. We go there. The guy from Boston, he got so excited that people were walking around with hats that said cocks on them, and they weren't getting in trouble. <laughs> that's right. So he bought one. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So we sit up there, and we're having a great time sitting in the up, you know, up up there a little bit, and we're just, you know, laughing it up, having a great time. The games, you know, pretty decent game between two winless teams, but the place was packed. It was like it was almost seventy thousand people in the stadium, and it was like for watching two crappy teams. Halftime comes, and there's these three. You know, older ladies. I mean, they're in their 70s. They're sitting behind as hot as Hades up there. And so one of the ladies leans up and says, let me all ask you a question. 
what are you three northerners <laughs> doing down here wearing a cox hat rooting for the gamecocks <laughs> getting called out by three 70 year old women man that sucks that's right that's, that's right, yeah. That's great. We are loyal. We're a terrible team, but we're loyal fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I definitely knew I was in the South and eating a bag of soggy peanuts. I couldn't believe it. I'll give, I'll well. give, you, one more, I'll give you one more Southern story. So when I'm, I, it's down in Columbia again. This is back when I used to do uh, you know, workouts for bad loans. And it, the building at the time in Columbia was the AT&T building. I don't think it's there. It's the tallest building in Columbia. I think right. it was the Affinity now. Or okay. I don't even know what it is. I haven't been down in Columbia for a little bit. But uh, – we had a mortgage, the bank I represented had a mortgage on it, and uh, we were at bankruptcy court. And uh, there was another lender who, instead of using a local attorney like we were, decided to bring an attorney down from Washington, D.C. That's a mistake. Yeah, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge was a nephew of Strom Thurmond, right? He was from somewhere like in Abbeville or something, right, South Carolina. Now, he reminded me of, like, uh, Fred Gwynn and my cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah. His dog like, big, long, <laughs> Herman Munster. Long. That's it. <laughs> Herman Munster. Yeah. So we're, we're in bankruptcy court. You know, lots of procedures, lots of motions being thrown in. And the attorney for the defendant was a – he was a former Clemson running back, and he was still a big dude. I mean, he looked like he wasn't far off the football field, right? And there was a lot of contention going on, and, and I don't know. I'll spare you all the, the details. But at the end, the Washington, D.C. attorney – kind of caught them in a in a fib right and he came to court that day and he files a motion and he tells the judge that the defendant's attorney is a liar well this defendant's attorney you know squeaks the chair stands up and i mean he's he's a big dude he's good six four he's a big guy and he says to the to the uh, judge your honor I don't know how they conduct the court up in that Yankee court in Washington, <laughs> D.C., but down here in the great state of South Carolina, lawyers don't call the lawyers liars. <laughs> and, you know, the judge kind of, you know, sits back there. He's thinking a little bit, and he kind of fumbles out. He turns to the to the uh, D.C. lawyer and says, well, uh, counselor, maybe you could uh, rephrase that to say that uh, – that he's not representing the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and I just turned to my attorney, and, and we were sitting at the other at the table, and I just said, you got to be kidding me. And he's like, that's the way it is Welcome down to here. the South. <laughs> that's what you get when you bring a Yankee lawyer into a Southern court. Oh, I, I'm, I remember vividly, I was, it was Sunday morning in my fraternity house. You know, everybody's hungover, whatever. And for some reason. Getting ready for church, of course. Yeah, of course. right. There was yeah. like five yeah. or six guys watching Gone with the Wind, right? And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> With the over? Exactly, right? So I walk downstairs, like, what are you guys watching? And they get the old, shh, shut up. And I'm like, it's a, it's a movie. In the th- what are you guys watching this for? Like, it's, it's a classic movie, Going with the Wind. I'm like, you want to know the scores? One to nothing north. <laughs> <laughs> These guys turned around and, like, ran me out of the damn fraternity house. Like, get out of here, you yank. And to your point, Double B, I was like, for the record, I grew up south of the Mason Dixon line right. for you geography oh, yeah. buffs. Yeah. You know yeah. exactly. I, I remember the first the first episode I had, and I, of course I I lived in Texas before I moved to North Carolina. So I had, uh, my introduction to the South, Deep South was was Texas related, and that was a whole different way of life. But uh, uh, when I moved to Charlotte thirty uh, some years ago, I got up on a Sunday morning during during the you know fall like I normally do, and uh, was preparing for a little NFL football. 
And at the time, the Redskins were still the team carried on local television. So I'm like, Redskins at 1 o'clock means Redskins. i got to go get a bucket Redskins. of chicken. Who are Redskins? Hell yeah. Oh, you mean the Washington <laughs> Football Club? Uh, okay. <laughs> now. <laughs> old old habits, seventy year old habits die pretty right. hard. I bet but, you're a uh, Washington Bullets fan too. Huh? I was I was a Bullets fan growing up. The fat lady hasn't sung yet, right? I um, wore Bullets before. Yeah. yeah. So I get up. My routine was get up on a Sunday, right? You know, shake off the night before, go get a bucket of chicken, you know, some some mashed potatoes, get the whole thing, and go across the street and get a six pack or twelve pack of beer, right? So I'm good to go by one o'clock. So I wander over to the Exxon station across the street at Providence and Fairview, and I walk in there, and I'm, I go back to the beer sec, the beer cave, and I start shaking the damn doors. Like, what the hell's going on? They're locking me out of the beer. woman's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm here trying to buy a six-pack of beer. I was like, I got a game at 1 o'clock. It's NFL season. She's like, we don't sell beer at 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with this place? Where can I go get a beer? No, they didn't sell beer until after 12 o'clock or yeah. 1 o'clock, whenever it was. You couldn't get a six-pack. I'm like, that. make a note to yourself, don't drink all my beer on Saturday night. <laughs> That's right. right? Save yeah. a couple for Sunday. But, uh, yeah, I had, I had no idea. I was completely unschooled in uh, beer-buying etiquette. Yeah, the Panthers coming to town changed all that. It sure it did, did, man. It, yep. The yeah, when I was in school, we used to on Sunday. They didn't sell beer at all on Sunday in South yeah. Carolina. right. So we used to send pledges up to Charlotte. It's about a 90 miles straight up I-77. It said, beer run. Yeah, and buy more than a six-pack. Right. And oh, grab yeah. one for burn on the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Baltimore must have weird rules, too, because I remember the Colts couldn't play football yeah. till 2 we o'clock. We said till 2 o'clock because that was because of the churches. They wanted the, the, the 12 o'clock mass. So you could buy a beer at 10 but couldn't go to the Colts game well, with it, I guess. Well, it's well, it's plus, a Catholic let's, town. Let's, right? let's, let's, let, in defense, too, if you've been to memorials, the old memorials. I have. Right? The, the, the church lot across the street from the stadium, across 33rd Street, was where Eastern High School was, but it was also used by St. Bernard Catholic Church, which they used that parking lot for their masses. So they wanted to get that mass out of there before they started loading in the tailgaters. Really? Yeah. It was way, all the way in the back, if you've ever, you know, parked way back there behind Eastern High School. And that was the last smart move any Baltimore politician ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, man. But that was the reason for the 2 o'clock kickoff was because yeah. they needed to let the church across the street let well, up. Well, just all churches, too. All churches. They wanted they wanted, you know, they wanted wanted people to go to Mass. If they wanted to go to 12 o'clock Mass, they had to get out and they and still it, could make And game. in North Carolina, they wanted you to get out of church before you went. were able to go and buy a beer. Yeah. Right? So, so they figured everybody was out of church by 1 o'clock. So. Wow. All right. I, um, I need change of gears. I got to make a couple of corrections here on our first podcast. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I got called out. We are reputable. I know. So we are, we are, we got fact na- checkers? We got, a na- fact check. we got a national audience. Wow. We got people in California, Maine, Florida, Matty D down there. I love you. Uh, I think international. I got a cousin in Germany, Rikia. I think she listens. So we go international. But in the first podcast, when I said IPAs stand for it's pretty awful, I got to give kudos to my man, Steve Italiano. And for that, because that was his line, and for that, Steve, if you're listening, I'm wearing your California University Vulcans T-shirt right that now. Yeah, California is. University I of Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I will, ver- right, I will verify it is on. There you go. All right. <laughs> Good work. Uh, and as you probably know, you have not heard J.K. here today because he had a little little, little tragedy in his yeah. in his world today. He had to the put voice. Down his, yep. The he had voice. to put down his dog. That's like the worst thing yeah. ever, man. Yeah. 
So in honor of Gunner, what we're going to do is go around and, and, and name great dogs in history. Is it official that they had to? I don't know. Okay, don't know yeah, we but official. let's not. We need to be careful. What okay. if Gunner makes a good recovery? Well, 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 let's dedicate to Gunner either way. We'll dedicate to Gunner yeah. either way, yeah. right? But we, we don't officially know. Gunner, if you're out there and listening, we're pulling for you, man. You What's go. the yeah. uh, quote? Rumors of my demise have been greatly, <laughs> greatly exaggerated. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I'm sorry to interject that, but I <laughs> no, thought we ought to check no, just in case. Well, you're right. Yeah. yeah. For all we know, Gunner's probably chasing a bone around town. Who knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but he is one of the great dogs of history. Just like, you know, Lassie, Rin Tin Tin. Huckleberry Hound, you know, who else, right? <laughs> Mike, the Jonathan the Husky from Yukon. From I mean, where? A lot of great, from Yukon. Jonathan the Husky from Yukon. Is he their mascot? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah and if you don't believe me, ask my oh, yeah. A-bomb. He knows yeah, he knows every, yeah. the name of every mascot. Who was mascot. the old Budweiser dog? Remember with the, the black eye? Um, you might be thinking of Spuds McKenzie. Yeah, yeah Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> right. What would Spuds do? Yep. What was Bud Budweiser dog? I don't know. I don't think it was Budweiser. It might have been Bud Light. How about Petey on the Little Rascal? How about Alex on the Stroh's commercials? We used to go and get the Bud. Yeah. Tone Loke made famous in his his song, right? Bucky Cole Medina, right? Yes. Well, for our our literary folks out there, a famous dog, Argos. That's your dog. Well, that's that's my dog's name, but the real Argos was Odysseus's dog in the uh, in the Odyssey right which i'm right. still getting through by the way i started yeah. in 1973 and i'm still working still, on it yeah, yeah. but still. was was argos a crime fighting dog like well, deputy well, dog argos argos <laughs> argos lived for you know because what odysseus went to fight the trojan war for 10 years How about underdog then he took 10 years to get back home right and the dog stayed alive because that's who recognized odysseus because remember he dresses himself as a as a beggar to get through all the people that want to keep him out of his town because they right. want his wife penelope right and he gets through the dog laying in a they left it to die. He, he hung on long enough to recognize Odysseus, and everybody knew Odysseus was back, and then he died. Is this is that Ruby coming out? It's our, it's Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Would okay. be the Odysseus. Would be the version of the Odyssey. What, is this Greek <laughs> mythology? No, it's, well, it's Homer. It's the Odyssey. It's a long book, Mike. It's a very long book. Oh, is right. it not? I mean, it's, it's over 300 old, pages. I mean, it's, book. yeah. It's For like those a, of you who are listening who haven't figured this out, the Pope really brings up our IQ. Yeah. Table, <laughs> no doubt. I, I am bringing it down. <laughs> And is that where you got your dog's name from? That's, that's where I got it from. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that's not Spuds, man. It's no. not Spuds. It's Argos. It, Argos. Yeah. Wow. I feel kind of bad with my dog's four-letter names. I mean, that's bad. Templeton? Well, yes. Templeton and Monk, the first one. The great oh. one was, was, was Monk. Named Art, after Art, Art Monk. Monk? Art Monk, absolutely. I thought it was Theolonius yep. Monk. It, yeah, it was named after Art Monk. <laughs> He was he better hands than Theolonius did. <laughs> Theolonius could play the piano. Art Monk's in the NFL Hall of Fame. Took him a while, but he's there. He's got the blazer, baby. They got Scooby-Doo. You got oh, Sc- and Scrappy, too. <laughs> I mean, are they crime-fighting dogs? Are they just... That's McGruff, right? No, but they're just... Well, McGruff was a crime-fighting dog. Yeah, yeah. McGruff had it going on for a while. But Scooby and Scooby, he just... Drove around in a van smoking weed with, you know, Shaggy, right? <laughs> he, was he, was eating, like, he was eating a Scooby. I, mean, I don't know. He was really <laughs> fighting crime. He yeah. was along for the ride. Yeah. Right? Don't, don't forget Turner and Hooch, man. Oh yeah. Don't forget yeah, Hooch, another... the great, the great Mastiff, right? That's right. With the with the wet shoelaces. There you go. Yeah. There's, there's, that's good stuff. Tom Hanks, yeah. wasn't it? Tom Hanks, early Tom Hanks. How about yeah. Yeah. George P. Dog on Foghorn Leghorn? Oh. <laughs> 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 that dog, that dog wasn't yeah. too bright because yeah. he could like 
chop down a tree, find a lathe, make a baseball bat in 20 seconds, but he couldn't figure out how to undo the rope around his neck. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or to take care of Foghorn. Right. Who, by the way, is my favorite cartoon character, Foghorn yeah. Leghorn. He's yeah. top three all time. Oh, yeah. All time. I say, I say, I say, I say, I say. Oh, yeah. I say, I say. He would kick SpongeBob's ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no Snoopy. Doubt. If you're out there listening, man, we're sorry we didn't give you a shout out. Snoopy's he was kind of <laughs> he was he was in his head. He was living in his head. He was in Snoopy world, but yeah. he could type. He was kind of like a dog who could type. He, he was could. like the Eddie Haskell of dogs. Yeah, right. Snoopy, yep. maybe. Yep. I don't know. Yep. So, all right, we got a question from Jeeves, the bartender. He's always working hard mm-hmm. for us. There you go. Did the committee get it right on college football? I think so. Well, you, you don't want me to answer. I'm not a state fan for you. Right? Goodness uh, gracious. You know, it's what? It's Clemson, Alabama, and yeah. two guys that are going to get blown out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's what it's been for the last, what, four or five years. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, it's hard I, to I don't have to watch. I don't even watch college football. I barely read about it, and I could tell you 20 of the top 25 teams off yeah. the top of my head. Well, I'm not a college football fan. I so think you the, three can you, you you can jockey that around. I think the Ohio State call was. Uh, I think they changed the rules, let Ohio State in. I think that they. Um, I think six games wasn't enough to prove that they d- were deserving. I'm not saying I side with Dabo, but I think that uh, I think the committee should have looked a little bit harder at that. And not saying they would have come to the same conclusion, but I think the difference between ten games and six games this year is huge. And uh, Ohio State may prove me wrong by kicking, you know, Clemson's ass, and, and that may be something that happens. But uh, um, I would have liked to have seen them pick another team. I'll agree with that, although I'm not really sure who the other team would have been. Everybody says Texas A&M, but I don't know. You know what? It's got to be a team that the, wins their conference. The, the NFL, expand, the the NFL expanded the playoff this year. The college football could have done the same thing. NFL went to seven games per division. College football could have done the same thing and reached yeah. out and gotten and, and and ended the controversy. Should you know get A and M in there? I, listen, I just don't think take, Ohio though? State was deserving. I mean, the NFL settled on seven. They got a backup plan to go to eight if there was COVID. I mean, they they had a they had another plan to expand it and completely change the seating. So college football could have done the same thing, and well, I think FCS, they should have stepped up. FCS does it. They have a big college. Program. Absolutely, well, but well, even got out of it even was, this year. Was you know when when they announced the Buckeyes in and Dabo made his comments of, oh well well you need a hundred and some schools one hundred and sixty credits for a business degree and other schools you need sixty or half that. Well, we weren't sure what schools he was talking about though. He could. <laughs> yeah, well, as a Buckeye fan myself, right? I had a daughter, I paid tuition there. I looked up ranks of business schools in the country, and guess what, Dabo. <laughs> Ohio, the Fisher School of Business at Ohio State is in Forbes, U.S. News War Report. Everybody's top 30. Every list, they're in the top 30. I had to go to, like, page 7 or 8 to find Clemson's. Like, some of it was three digits, like 100-something-something-something. So stick that one straight up your patootie, Dabby Sweeno. Right? As a Gamecock fan, he kissed my ass. I hope Ohio State blows well, their doors well, off. Well, should, 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 should teams like uh, Liberty or Coastal Carolina? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they should do. Coastal, man. Hey, Britt, I know as a Virginia fan, like nobody said, well, why is Virginia playing UMBC? In basketball two years ago. Well, you never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Right. Although the Who's did turn around. Well, and win the listen, if it, the it was based year. on business school rankings, so we'd be in there every year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's not. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, that's that's one. But I can't, I, I can't wait to see it, man. I am jacked about watching college football. I, I get excited about it every year, fun. and it'll, it'll be fun. Let them play. I mean, Coastal Carolina yeah. ran the table. Yep. Why not give them a chance, right? That's yep. my that's my opinion. They lost their bowl game though, didn't they? They did, man, on a blocked 
field, field goal attempt that would have run into a second overtime. They got it blocked. Who did they play? Liberty. Uh, Liberty. Oh, oh, oh right. yeah. Liberty yeah. beat Coastal, Dang ended it. their undefeated season in overtime on a blocked field goal. Um, I think the Coastal the Coastal kicker's got a great name, like Massimo Bacari, Bacarelli. Oh, really? He's got a great name, and the guy doesn't miss field goals, and they blocked it. Uh, right now, Charlotte, as we speak, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Yeah, great, yes. great name for <laughs> yeah. a bowl game. Yeah. Who's in it? Wake, Wake Forest, Forest and Wisconsin. 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 Yeah. 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 All right. Well, gents, it's been a pleasure. I think we're all going to see 2020 go away. Jeeves is giving me a Liberty coach next year. Probably Hugh Freeze, right? Making three million bucks at Liberty. Three mil at Liberty. I don't it's think one he's of the going anywhere. I, I, I don't think he is either. I mean, yeah. I think the Auburn job, they talked about him at Auburn um, yeah. going back in the Southeast Conference. But I think the carousel right now is probably stopped for the year, and it's been kind of a weird, you know, asterisk year for these guys. He will eventually move on, but I did his salary at Liberty apparently is $3 bucks, which is rich for a school in, at that, at yeah. that level. No D- doubt. Didn't he get run out of Ole Miss for, like, yeah. improprieties of some sort? Yeah. Don't they all? Well, yeah. But that's what happens when you call prostitutes <laughs> on, on the company phone. But it gets phone. you another phone. job. Yeah. But it gets yeah. you another or job. It's what right. happens when they call you back on the company phone. I'm in a meeting. That's right. <laughs> well, gents, I think we got to wrap it up, right? Episode three, yeah. wrap up 2020 with a vengeance. I mean, I think we're all looking forward to 2021. The next next go around, we'll have JK here. We miss you, buddy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 2021, the year of the bidet, maybe. Oh, that's it. I'm telling you. No. That's <laughs> it. It's life changing. Life changing. <laughs> life changing. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Adios. Pache more, baby. You've been listening to Three Beers In. Like what you heard? Subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever questionable podcasts can be found. For Three Beers In, this is your bartender. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.